Yo, salute to the subscribers, man. We appreciate y'all. I'm your host, Jay Meeks. It's the Eyeball Network podcast. I got my, my guy, P-Boat, with me. What's going on? Yeah, and my guy, C.E.D. What up, people? So, yeah, man, we out here, man. It's episode 19, man. We appreciate all the watchers, all the listeners, man. We're going to get into the two previous uh, playoff games that just happened. And we fresh off of the Boston versus Miami series. Boston finally got a W and got the lead to two, two to one for the Heat. Um, uh, we didn't get to talk about last game too much, but um, the, the Celtics ended up ha- losing another lead and they had the game in, in, the, in the bag. And then the fourth quarter, they just, they just fell apart and let Miami ended up taking the W. And so it should have been 1-1 going in tonight, but it was 2-0. And uh, the Celtics finally came to play and dominated the game from top to bottom. They was in the lead the whole night and then eventually closed it out, um, even though the Heat did almost come back. But so let's talk about it, my guys. Yeah, I, I, I think my biggest thing tonight was um, I've, I've been saying, like, these playoffs, they need Jalen Brown to attack and to be, like, this the second or 1A, 1B type player for them. Because Tatum, you already know what you'll get from Tatum, but Brown needs to be their second best player or best player on the floor tonight, which I thought he was. Yeah. I mean, I heard an interesting stat that the Celtics are 16-1 and one when he scores 25 points or more. So that's easily telling you that if Jalen Brown is aggressive and being in attack mode and being that two-way threat, that the Celtics are pretty much a dominant team at that point when he can get over 25, which I feel like he should take enough shots to get 25 or more because I feel like he's that good a player. He has a type of potential. Um, we saw the, you know, the Celtics finally hold on to a lead, but they started to, you know, mess around late in the game. I mean, they lost four games this year by being up double digits already in the playoffs, which is, absurd I would think that you know a coach like Brad Stevens would be able to you know fix an issue like that because they've blown games and play unnecessary games just because of that um but top to bottom no, I just think the Celtics had you know four guys of 20 tonight I mean they, they got enough firepower to I believe win this series um and the Heat just don't – I don't I don't know if they have enough, man. I don't know if they – I mean, especially with Jimmy Butler with a, you know, pedestrian line tonight. I mean, Hero took more shots than Jimmy Butler, which should never happen in the game. I thought Bam was outstanding tonight. He had a 27-16. Hero put in 22. Uh, but the biggest thing for me from the Heat was that um, the Celtics, like, they might have found something to slow Drogic down because Drogic has been on fire entire playoffs and um he was two or ten tonight for 11 points so i feel like that was huge you know for them to slow him down because he's been you know destroying pretty much every point guard he's played against all playoffs so i feel like that was a, a big turning point for the celtics and um getting hayward back helped um i don't know about playing him 30 minutes right when he first come back but it still gives the Celtics options to play that, you know, positionless basketball where they don't have to have a true center on the floor, which um, makes it tough to match up. So that's all I got, man. Happy both talk about it. Yeah, man. I don't know if uh, Boston played that great tonight or was it that Miami just played that bad. Uh, like I said, said, Dragon was two for 10. Crowder also was two for 10. Uh, that's 
one of the key reasons why they lost tonight. They were still in the game towards the end of the game. They, you know, at one point they was getting blowed out. Then, you know, you, you check it out for a little longer and they come back in the game with like three or four minutes left there down, uh, with single, I think with 10 points maybe. But they can never get anything going enough to stop Boston on the other end. Um, like you said, Jimmy Butler was real regular. You know, here's the thing. Some nights he can do that and they can win with, re- with Butler just playing a decent role. But some nights they need Butler to go off for a 30-piece or 40-piece because, you know, uh, they really don't have a star guy. You know what I'm saying? And some nights you need a guy who's going to be able to lift you over and get you a W. And I just felt like tonight they, they just came out flat. Like you said, Dragon was slowed down. Once again, Crowder was off. Duncan Robinson really put up a lot of numbers tonight. And they just, um, you know, Boston was just too too good for him tonight. I know Kantner and um, and uh, Gordon played tonight, Gordon Hayward, but they didn't really do anything. But I guess you got two capable guys out there on the court that can possibly give you something, at least a threat to try to guard. So um, Boston was just a better team tonight. Yeah, my biggest takeaway, um, uh, Bam. I think Bam is the is the is the best player on the Heat now. I think it's, it's safe to say that. You know, we've been giving all the credit to Jimmy Butler, but um, Bam is the most consistent player on the team. Every night, he's pretty much coming with it um, on the defensive end, the offensive end, and and Boston really doesn't have an answer for him. If you know, if more people came to play on the Heat, um, Boston would would have been in trouble again tonight. But um, yeah, so I think that um, one thing Boston, you know, they have to look forward to is the fact that, like like you said, Bo, they got Gordon Hayward and Kenner, and um, even though they didn't do nothing tonight, because the bench, if you look at the numbers, the bench looks very slim and looks like they have no bench because you got yeah, four guys go. having 20 points in the starting lineup. That's not something you can rely on to keep happening. But I do – I do like looking at Gordon Haywood being off the bench and saying he could easy easily get twenty points when somebody else doesn't. So um and Cantor, I don't I don't care for Cantor, you know. But um I just feel like <laughs> Boston, the way the team looks though, um, they should just be more uh, they should just be a better, more consistent team. You know, they have the, a very good squad and but they um they're just not as consistent as I would like. Um, but I do think, you know, with the addition of Kimber Walker, Brad Stevens been trying to put everything together. So, you know, sometimes all the pieces don't work. And I just feel like maybe it's just uh, maybe just one too many ball stoppers on the team. You know, Jalen Brown and Tatum are both trying to come into their own as superstars or stars, period. And then now they have Kimber Walker to compete with, which was the same. They were having the same problem with Kyrie and everybody blamed Kyrie for it. That they're having the same problems now, and Kemba Walker has finally had a good game, at least a decent game, and he's been struggling for a long time, the whole playoffs. And I just feel like it's just it's just too much, too many bodies and not enough basketball to go around in Boston, and that's what their their problem is. So it's hard for me to see them, you know, competing for the championship like I expect. I expected them to get this far though and and get through the East, but I just feel like when they get to the championship, man, it just may be. Because for you to have not figured out who's the guy yet, uh, even on the Heat is the same thing, like on the Heat and Boston. Like, yeah, for you to not know who the guy is, like definitely at this point in the season, I don't I don't have comfortable – I don't have uh, faith in y'all as far as winning the championship yet. So, uh, so we'll see how that goes, though, man. So, but, yeah, my biggest takeaway, I feel like Boston can win the, the series like CED said, but I just don't trust them, man. I don't trust the consistency. 
And, and Jimmy Butler has been inconsistent to me. You know, I, I respect him because he's a two-way player. But um, as far as consistently, I, like I argued with y'all before when he had that 50-point night or whatever that he'll probably have 14 the next night. Like, that's just the type of dude that he is, man. But he gets a lot of credit because he's a dog, you know, and there's not a lot of dogs in this era. So, but I need you to be a dog every single night, you know, if that's what your, the label is. So, yeah, we can move on, man, unless y'all got something to add. Yeah. Yeah, I got one thing. I, I'm not going to say that Bam is better than Jimmy. Okay. I actually think Jimmy Butler plays down for the team to thrive. Like, I feel like he feels like if I just play my 15 to 16 shots a night and my guys are bringing their game, that's enough to win. But if I go out there and try to be James Harden, then we're probably going to lose. I think he's playing heat basketball, you know what I'm saying? Whatever Ed's forces and figured out, I guess that's what's going on. And correction, I said Duncan Robinson having this game. I meant Kelly O'Lynn, 0 for 6 tonight. And the reason why Boston lost game two, just my one little input, 20 turnovers. Okay. Yeah, and I don't necessarily disagree with you um, on the BAM situation, but uh, Jimmy Butler, I just feel like uh, he just gets a lot of credit, and um, and then there's nights yeah. where he just doesn't show up. That's so, true. And I can't say that about Bam too much anymore. You know, Bam has been very consistent. So, you know, yeah. time will tell. But I've never looked at Jimmy Butler like he's a number one option, though. I always looked at him like he's a good second or third guy. So even if he does get James Harden shot attempts, what would he do with those type of shot attempts? I don't – I wouldn't trust him as my team leader getting that many shots. Mm-hmm. Well, you want to add something, CD? Yeah, I was going to say, man, I mean, just like to add on what Boat was saying, like Jimmy has been playing – a smart game. I mean, this is only the second loss for the Heat during the whole playoffs. So he's had his nice where he's went off and he's had his nice where he's just put up a quick little 18 and the team still is winning, you know. So I just feel like he's he's the ultimate team player. But I felt like tonight would have been the night that he should have put up more shot attempts. Like Tyler Hero should not take more guys that are already up 2-0 in this series. And this was a game that they kind of took their foot off the gas, and it almost seemed like they were just satisfied with just being up 2-0 and didn't want the 3-0 lead because once you get a 3-0, that, that starts messing with the other team's mind, and it's like, okay, we can't lose no more games. And, like, it, it's go time at that point. But It was a must-win tonight for the Celtics. It was, but the Heat could have won this game, I felt like, if Jimmy Butler would have been more aggressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bam Bam did everything in his power to carry the team. I mean, the dude was pretty much unguardable out there. They don't have any answer for him. But if Jimmy Butler would have gave them a good, you know, 20 to 25, I think we'll be talking about, you know, the Heat being up 3 yep. tonight. When well, she seen Dragon, Dragon and uh, right. Potter was off, you should have shot the ball you can't take thir- – like, Tyler Hero coming off the bench should not take more shots than Jimmy Butler ever in a game. That should never happen. Never happen. This hasn't proven to me to be that guy, so I'm not, I'm not surprised. He can be, man. He's shown it. I mean, he's shown that he can blow up for big games. He did it against, you know, the Pacers. He did it against the Bucks. He's, he's shown that he can do it. It's just on a night-in, and night-out basis, will he do it is the question. You know, I understand you want to be the team player. I, I get all that, but you still got to. He's a 20, 25-point-a-game guy. Tonight, tonight you should have gave him that to go up 3-0. You should have gave him that to go up 3-0. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say 25. You're going a little high up there, my guy. He can get it. He's capable. He can get it. I mean, there's no defense being played. On the Cavaliers, yeah, he's capable of, on the Cavs. And they're going to win seven games. But, but, yeah, so let's move on to the uh, to the Lakers game. The Lakers versus the Nuggets. Um, clear W from the, for the Lakers from top to bottom. The game started off close. Um, and then Lakers basically took over the game from the second and third quarter on. So, yeah, let's talk about it, man. Well, you know, it was a, a ass kicking from the second quarter to the fourth. Um, you know, you got some people saying fouls or referees or, you know, I will say that the big man getting in foul tr- trouble with Joker and then uh, Murray getting a little foul trouble might have helped the Lakers out a lot in the second quarter to get off to a bigger league. Oh, it might have. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, you got two of your best players on the bench. So it might have or it definitely did. But I'm just saying, it ain't like they went out there fouling. The fouls are legit. You know what I'm saying? They might. If they're not on the floor, they're the two best players. I'm just saying. I mean, they were starting to take off on them anyway, but the fouls just kind of just put them in a hole. They came back within 10, 9 or 10 points in the end of the second half. So they had a chance. But, you know, I'm I'm not even going to talk about AD tonight. AD had a uh, monster, monster, monster game. But I want to talk about Caldwell Pope. 18, yeah. solid shooting, 6 for 10, 3 for 5. And of course, you know, I got to go ahead and throw my boy Rondo in there, man. You know, 7 points, 9 assists, no turnovers. And Dwight Howard bringing energy off the bench, whether it was rebounding, blocking shots, and not even dominating, but just being a presence. You know, like, the Joker know he can't do that shit he be doing on everybody else on Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is a legit 6'10", can move his feet, can jump out the gym, and he ain't going to get body by Joker either. So, you know, I just felt like his presence that night, uh, but the Lakers really turned it down tired in the, in the game, to be honest with you. Those three guys would be my was, was my key players, even though Anthony Davis did his thing and LeBron did his, and Danny Green might have hit some shots and some shit. I'm still going to say those three guys were the best for me that night. Good CD. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that, man. I, I feel like AD was a monster tonight. I feel like the Nuggets don't have an answer for him because they keep playing Paul Millsap out there. And he's been a guy that I've said that even last series, like he has to be some type of a contributor, but he had five points the other night. And he's looking, you know, supremely outmatched, obviously. But AD is a superior talent. There's no question about that. But he's that difference maker, I feel like, for the Lakers because they have that guy that they can throw the ball into on the block. And they know that it's an automatic bucket. They don't get that from the other two bigs and JaVale in uh, Dwight, but AD is obviously a generational talent that gives the Lakers the edge in this series because they have, you know, pretty much two of the top five players on their team. And they have a deep bench. They have a versatile, you know, roster where they can play different styles. I felt like Morris came in and gave the Lakers a good boost um, off the bench. Um, like say, like Pat said, Dwight had a great game with 13 points, um, like four or six rebounds and limited minutes. 
Uh, Rondo obviously was key. Kuz was in double digits. So I just feel like the Lakers just, they got too much, man. They have too much for the Nuggets. And when you have, you know, two starters and um, Gary Harris and Millsap that combined, you know, for 10 points, you, you're not going to beat the Lakers on any night. You're going to need them dudes to, to, to contribute more, especially if they're playing 20-plus minutes a night. They got to give you more than five points a game, or you guys really just don't stand a chance because the Lakers are that good and they're that deep to where they can play their second unit with a starter. Like, you always going to have a LeBron or AD on the floor the entire game. I think that's one of the biggest advantages for the Lakers is that they have an all-star on the floor pretty much all 48 minutes of the game. Um, I thought that the Lakers were the aggressor, you know, the other night. And they were, you know, they 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 know that they took off game ones in the previous two series and didn't play as hard. But tonight I feel like they came out and set the tone from the jump. Um, or from the second quarter and beyond. I thought first quarter it was more so just a, you know, a lollygag, you know, pick up basketball game. But second quarter on they turned the defense up and outscored the Nuggets by thirteen in the second and third quarter, um, respectively. So all right. All right. So, yeah, I mean, we all saw the same thing, you know, for the most part. Uh, after the first quarter, it was pretty much over. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not even a it's not even a close matchup as far as the rosters is concerned. Uh, you got two players on on the Nuggets and then three starters with basically five points and then everybody on the bench with five, six points, except for Michael Porter, who has 14 points. I mean, that's pretty much what we're going to see probably every game is a two-man show. And, and yeah, Pat mentioned the referees, you know, because we'd be chopping it up out off camera, of course. And, you know, he uh, he's talking about me because, yeah, I, I mean, I'll mention the referees. I'm going – well, let's talk about it since you mentioned it. You know, uh, if – when, when we – one team has two players that are dominant and, like said, just went all on about how great – the roster is on the Lakers from top to bottom. Hell, the second unit itself will be competing in the playoff series against the starters on the on the Nuggets, bro. Paul Millsap is not even a starter in the NBA no more. So that's why it was just like a, a shame that the Clippers lost the series because this team is not even close to being a, a competitor for the Lakers roster, bro. Like, it just is what it is. And, uh, yeah, AD is unstoppable. When it comes to the Nuggets, there's nobody on the team that can stop him. Like, there's nobody on the team that can even slow him down. So, um, and I feel the same way about LeBron. Uh, LeBron had 15 points. Um, yeah, and I mean, if he's any more aggressive, he can get more points, you know. So, you know, but he was just be pretty much just passing the ball. He knows he has a team. If he had the – all of them do – literally, like, almost every player on the Lakers is better than almost every player on the Nuggets, bro. Like, it just top to bottom. So, um, yeah, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a matchup. But as far as the referees, bro, we, we only got 25 minutes tonight from, from for Jokic and 29 minutes from Jamal Murray because they were on the bench half the game because of the, the foul calls. Now, I'm not saying all of the, the foul calls are bad, but when one team is allowed to get away with certain things that the other team is not going to get – that cannot get away with, it's not going to be a fair match. I don't care who you is. And this ain't the first series. The Lakers was doing the same thing against Houston, even though they dominated the series. You're going to dominate when you have the better roster and you're allowed to grab and hold and pull. And no, there's no cause. But as soon as anybody breathes on LeBron 
or AD, it's a foul call every single time. So if you're not a non-Laker fan and you're watching these games, it's clearly a bias with the referees once when the game is close. I'm not about to argue the full game stats as far as how the, the fouls end up turning out. Of course, the referees, any referee, whether they're being fair or not, they, they're keeping, they know in their mind whether there's a huge discrepancy in the fouls. So by the end of the game, they can even out the fouls by calling a bunch of fouls for the other team in garbage time. We know this. So, yeah, the fouls, the Lakers are allowed to get away with shit. I'm watching the game. When you watch the game, watch the Lakers. They're, they're allowed to get away with shit that the, the Nuggets are just not allowed to get away with. If Jokic does the same thing that AD, JaVale, and Dwight, because, yeah, Dwight Howard is going to be giving a lot of uh, Jokic a lot of problems because also Jokic can't even play any defense. And remember this, too. They're in foul trouble, so they can't play defense when they're in there. And they're already uh, uh, the worst team. So the, the, the refs are altering the game when you're not calling it fairly. So um, if, if Dwight Howard's allowed to grab on Jokic every play, of course he's going to shoot not so great. And then he only plays 25 minutes. That's their best player in the world, bro. So, yeah, it, it's obvious if LeBron and AD get to play the whole game and everybody else on the Lakers playing the whole game and then their two stars are out half the game, of course. It should have been a, a bigger lead. It was a 12-point game. The, uh, at the end, it should have been a 30-point blowout because Jokic was on the bench most of the game, bro. So go um, ahead. I know you want to respond. Go ahead, CED. Go ahead and make excuses uh, for, the, for the referees cheating. But when they're doing it to another team, you can see that they're grabbing and holding. But against the Lakers, I guess so – go ahead and tell me, said that you ain't seen none of this. Listen, man, it's go ahead. basketball. Everybody's grabbing and holding. It's playoff. So why ain't calling it on both sides? So Everybody's grabbing and holding. They are calling on both sides when you look at, like, say, the fouls. But even after the first quarter, the no, game was over. The game was over after the first quarter. In the first quarter, the Jokic was in foul trouble. And the Nuggets were winning. He was still in foul. How long was it going to last with their best player in foul trouble? The Nuggets were winning. Listen, the Lakers have Can't been answer. Giving, Go ahead. They, they've been giving Jokic problems all year. Because the thing is. Because they're the, allowed to foul. No, the thing is, is that the Lakers play two seven-footers pretty much on the floor the entire game, and that's something that Jokic is not accustomed to. You've seen it in the regular season when Dwight Howard, who is obviously in tremendous shape, you know, can move his feet, and Jokic pretty much has his way with pretty much any other big in the league. Like, he's able to get position wherever he wants, but he's not able to do that against the Lakers because they have bigger bodies to put on him. And he's out a of lot of teams point. have bigger bodies and play good defense. That's yeah, good. but the, the Lakers' defense, when you talk about the playoff defense, has been like night and day from what they did like towards the end of the season to now what they're doing in the playoffs. The refs, the refs are, are night and day too. That's what it is, said. Oh, and let me add this before you go on any further, bro. LeBron and AD and anybody on the Lakers is allowed to yell at the referee after calls. I know you see this shit too. They yell at the ref after the call, and the refs are literally changing the calls because they're getting yelled at by these motherfuckers. So that's some bullshit, bro. And then when Jamal Murray and Jokic is yelling, they're getting ignored and told to get the fuck out their face. And Mike Malone, too. But LeBron can say, yo, man, what the fuck? And then now they're reviewing the call, uh, changing the call, all of that shit, bro. But go ahead, bro. Continue on, bro. The Lakers are the better team <laughs> by far. You 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 watch inside. So they need to stop cheating on the fouls. I agree with that. So stop cheating on the fouls, bro. 
they're that much talented and that better defensively that they don't they've not they haven't had the benefit of the refs in any series. And grabbing and holding and pulling in every series, and the other team is not allowed to do it or they're getting a whistle. So them bullshit numbers at the end of the game that say, oh, the Lakers got called for this many fouls and the Nuggets got called for this many fouls. It's a bullshit number because they're not calling fouls on the Lakers when it matters. When a game is on the line, it's one-sided for uh calls. But the game, it is what it is, bro. I expect you not to admit to it, though. Of course. But what? But let me ask you this: What's up? What close game have the Lakers played in the play? Game one of the last two series, because games two through five have been pretty much blowouts in the Portland series. In the I was Houston very specific. Series, said I already answered your question. I said when any of their games have been on the line, the Lakers are allowed to grab, pull, and hold, and the other team cannot get away with that shit. In every game. So if you want to go through it, game one and two with the uh, Portland and the Houston, because all of these games start off close, bro. You act like they starting off 20 to zero. The Lakers do not start off like that. The game be starting off close, two, and then, they, then the refs separate the fucking game, bro. And then the game Lakers two, take over from there. Houston, the Lakers started off 13 to two. What are you talking about? That's one game, said. Congratulations. And they smoked Portland in game two as well. I don't know what it started out. And when the refs stayed out of game one, they lost. How about you talk about the Lakers' defense? It ain't no refs. They're it's playing the good D, but are you are you seeing the same gra- grabbing and holding that I'm seeing? And oh, all right, all right let's talk about this, Seth. Since you I'm since you want to uh, be specific, let's see if you're gonna keep it real. LeBron literally bulldozed two people yesterday, and they called defensive fouls on the other team after reviewing it. Said, "Did you not see this nigga bulldoze the player? We all saw it in slow mo and fast motion, and then they called a fucking foul on the other team." Is that not bullshit, said? How is that BS, though, Jimmy? When all I, the it's a yes or no question. Was it a bullshit foul or not? Well, he didn't Both of those calls were clearly offensive fouls. The dude was in position, and he, he got pulled off. set, though, Jimmy. That's the thing. So it wasn't an offensive foul, set. said? Neither so, one of them. You talking about when LeBron made the and one? Yes, it was two times. It's At least it might have been three. He wasn't fully set. It's feet one set. That's why they reviewed it because his feet weren't full of All right, set. Bro. No, it, it All wasn't right. set. I mean, I, I, I he was gonna keep he, it he real. Bulldozing, but he wasn't set. They called LeBron for charges multiple times in these playoffs. LeBron pulls and grabs every play and be ending the game with one and two fouls, bro. That shit is bullshit, bro. If you watching the same game as me, this nigga gets the pull grab. Melo was complaining about the shit. Melo's like, "Yo, bro, this nigga keep pulling on me." The refs like, "Man, all right, man, all right." And then LeBron ends up with one foul when he does that every play, bro. You're being biased, bro. I'm sorry. Not being biased. See the same shit I see, bro. Because if that was happening to the Lakers, you'd be like, yo, they pulling on them and they ain't calling it. Listen, Houston shot more free throws than the Lakers and got waxed. Thank you for the biased numbers at the end of the game. I just explained that before you could even. I ain't going to lie. Houston got every little call. The shit was They got the calls in garbage time when the Lakers was already won the game. When the game is on the line, Houston's getting called for everything. The Lakers are getting called for nothing, bro. Anybody who's a non-Laker fan or non-LeBron fan is saying the same shit, but y'all just see through Laker purple and gold lenses. So all you can see is when when the other niggas is fouling the Lakers, but you don't see the Lakers fouling, bro. The Lakers have been blowing people out after the second quarter pretty much all Yeah, because yeah, after the second quarter. After the refs done started to involve themselves in the game and more. A lot of times in these second quarters, they come Watch in the replays down. of the games, y'all. It's clear as day, man. They're coming in down in the second quarter, but they're just locking up on D. Like right. they held, you can call uh, it lock it up when they don't call no fouls when you're doing illegal shit. Like for instance, what what I forget which game it was, but I know the Rockets had like 64 points in the first half. 
and then scored 38 in the second half. That's defense. That's had nothing to do with the referees. Now it's nothing to do with it. The referees are a huge part of the game, bro. In case you forgot about Tim Donahue, they're a huge part of the game, said. Yeah, act like it, yeah, everybody thought that man was crazy. Donahue, and it was Donahue the truth, was bro. He, they cheat. They cheat for the Las Vegas numbers, bro. They cheat and make sure the spreads come out how they spoke, how they say they're going to come out. It's all about it's, it's deeper than what you're trying to act like, though. Say again? So you didn't have no problem with Donahue helping Kobe get a couple of rings then. No, I did I did have a problem once I found out about it. When when he was oh, doing you had it, a problem. So Kobe said, said listen, when he was winning, when Kobe was winning the rings, we had no clue about the shit. We found out five, six, seven years later. So what so you so you so, but if we Kobe knew he was cheating at the time, there was a lot said there was a lot of people saying that Donahue was cheating and the Lakers were cheating. Uh, they were cheating for the Lakers then, said. There was a lot of people saying it. And people like you and me, who were biased Laker fans at the time, was calling them people haters and liars and all that shit, would come to find out the whole ref and the staff was cheating, my guy. So stop acting like you don't know it now all of a sudden. When you see, it's the same type of shit, bro. I'm just saying, I ain't saying that. He, he they, they, but, I, I'm gonna say, but it's clearly I'm, favoritism I'm, towards one team as far as the fouls that's being called, bro. It's clearly. A ref, can, a ref can mess up a game with calls and he can he can manipulate Man, who's gonna be in the game and who, but you know what they can't do? They can't manipulate motherfuckers making shots. I still gotta make my shot. Still gotta score, bro. It's only so much the ref can do. But if somebody a lot of those games the Lakers won were games they the had game big by shots. calling bullshit tic tac knickknacks well, on them. You can take Jokic out the game for any reason, you take away their chance to win, bro. So yes, Jokic, they can they can control the entire game, bro. Jokic's going to be in trouble this series because he's facing a front line that he ain't seen all playoffs. They're going to win regardless. That's what I'm saying. Like, why are the refs even calling it like this if they're the overmatched team, bro? The, the, they're not, the Nuggets don't have a chance. It's a wax. No, Denver ain't going to lay down, though. But when Lebr LeBron should not be able to yell at the referee, you have not addressed this point, too, said. LeBron should not be able to yell at the fucking ref and him change a fucking call. That's Man, bullshit. Kobe, listen, listen. I ain't Kobe seen Jamal Murray that. do that shit one time and get that Kobe, shit changed. Kobe did that his entire career. Let's not oh act like LeBron is just doing something totally new. They was Kobe not changing was calls for Kobe, bro. Yes, I, I got to say this. Fuck out of here. Superstars going to get the calls, bro. Right. They're going to get treated different than other players. They get a call, players. but they ain't going to change the shit for you. I mean, you can I mean, get a call. I ain't arguing a nigga getting calls. Every All the superstars can get the calls. But when, when you don't get a call, you should not be able to argue and they change the shit. That's some bullshit, biased, Lakers shit. Lakers That's shit. happened all the time, bro. Kobe has done that a million times, bro. No, Kobe get Kobe got Kobe called Kobe the rapper F and F word because he couldn't get a call because he was he that bad. He literally stands down there, yells at the ref, gets a tech. The next he time gets he gets a tech, he, he didn't get the call change. He didn't get the call change if he got a tech, said. Actually, there's times when LeBron goes to a hole and don't get no call. Right. Man, get the fuck out of here, bro. James Harden got a call every time he went to the cup or took a step back. LeBron fouls more than any dude on the court every game and be having the least amount of fouls at the end of the game. Y'all don't want to admit that. Who was LeBron? I will say, you can't be a great defender and not have over three fouls. Oh, is that true, Pat? Because I guarantee LeBron averages less than three fouls a game. I'm sure he does. Last night, two fouls. I don't think LeBron played defense either, though. Yeah, two fouls. Okay, all right, as long as you say that. Is he supposed to pick up fouls on Jeremy Grant? He's not having to guard anybody. He's grabbing and pulling. He didn't have to guard nobody last it year. It ain't just LeBron, bro. Trust me. Everybody on the Lakers is allowed to grab and pull and pull on jerseys and slap niggas' arms, and they not calling that shit. Well, I'm going to tell you, Caruso getting fouls on him. 
The white gets his stupid ass fouls. All the time. Uh, gets dumb ass fouls. Rondo gets them. Dwight Howard is a felon ass nigga. Half the people you can name is some felon ass niggas. And they usually don't get enough foul calls. And I'm trying to figure out how to date KCP. How do they get fouls when they hardly play defense? KCP, bro. KCP just played a whole series guarding Dame Lillard and then played guarding Russell Westbrook and James Harden, bro. So you, not him. you I get what you're saying. Is that he's not a good Green, defender, though. but he's playing defense for 40 minutes. No, KCP is not trash on, on defense. He's yeah, and, defense. He, and he's out there guarding the best players for 40 minutes, bro. He's going to be in foul trouble. But they actually should yeah. be fouled the fuck out the way they're allowed to grab and pull every play. It's playoff basketball. No, it's playoff Laker basketball where they allowed to pull and grab and the other niggas not. It's not even close talent wise. You already said that. So Right. Yeah. So stop cheating Don't on the refs, bro. It. Let, let it hold, call hold it fair because it's been they've been doing it the last three two series, bro. It's the third they, series. Man, I actually think it's closer than what y'all series. Say bro. I mean, I I get the A D is up here and LeBron is up here. But those guys up there, Joker's up there with them. A D is up here, LeBron is like right here, but go ahead. Joker is right up there with them. Now, I will say Jamal Murray is probably a little bit under them, but he's capable of going for a 30-point game. Unless he's you being know, pulled I, and grabbed, and then, and they calling the fouls on him, though, even though they don't call the fouls uh, for him, though. But, you know, 25 minutes for Jokic on, on the, in a playoff game in the Western Conference Finals and 29 for their best player, other best player, Jamal Murray, bro. That, if that ain't controlling the series, if that don't mean the refs is controlling some part of the series, then I, I, I guess I don't know anything. Go ahead. He's facing the best defense in the NBA right now. Right. Okay. The Clippers were also a really good defense. No, they weren't. Obviously, they were. They were top two. No, they weren't. The Clippers won. You know, they were, but they never put it together all the way. They, they weren't as good on defense as they could have been. The Clippers. Are I think we were giving them a lot Murray, of props on what we should have grabbed Murray a little bit more, and then they would have not. He wouldn't have got them fifty point games. But then That's hopefully true. the rest wouldn't have called it, you know. And then they would have been straight. But they beat me and don't know them play defense. Not even Trez. Trez is good on help side, but actually physically, one on one, he's just too small to guard certain people. He can't do shit with the jumper. Zoo, Zoo too slow. They both slow, but Zoo's a little too slow to try to guard the jumper. And he didn't get a lot of playing time, so. But, yeah, man, we'll leave it there, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Salute to the subscribers, man. Yeah, yeah, we argue about basketball all day, every day, man. So we appreciate to be able to come on here and do this shit for y'all, man. I'm so, ready for one of y'all to come in so I can argue with y'all last time for to come here, bro. They must not want no smoke, man. I guess y'all scared of, you know, getting them comments, I'm giving bro. out smoke. They get, on there, get on there so I can smoke with you. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, we'll be back on here uh, tomorrow or the next day, man. Salute to y'all, man. Appreciate you. Eyeball Network. We out. Yes, sir. They don't want to see you win. Huh. I ain't stopping to the end. I don't break. I don't fold. I don't bend. At all. Because I'm about to get it in. They gon' hate. They want all the gems. Huh. Man, I thought that we was friends. Guess it was fake. They can all pretend. I thought that we was kin, but they don't want to see you win.
flash, my nigga. You trash, my nigga. You ass, my nigga. Stupid ass, little nigga. Just to even come near to God, you gotta get past my niggas. I got the tunnel vision with the scope. I'm looking past y'all niggas. Somebody's that cold. Better get in fight back mode. I be in the mic jack mode. Thriller in the night jack mode. Better nigga nice that's so